Welcome to another great episode of After the Season Podcast with JC Ruffin. That be me. Uh, listen, first of all, thank you so much for rocking out with us as much as you have. Uh, these episodes, I pray, have been empowering, um, impactful, and of course, you're understanding what athletes go through after the season. That's the reason why we did this, to make sure that, you know, those voices that used to be like super, super large are still known. And today, um, this one's kind of special for me. Uh, this is my pro fight. <laughs> this is my dog uh, with the school together, a hooper um, like no other, but got a hell of a story. Uh, my dog Red is in the building. Yeah. What's up? Thank you for having me. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, and it's it's different because you're never in front of the microphone. Ever. So, ever. so this is the first time. So it's uh, it's exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. Exciting. So you, I I want to skip ahead a little bit because today you're known as Red the Shooter. You you done photography, videography. You shot for Ja Rule. You shot for Ashanti. You shot for. Uh, so many other different artists that are out that are legends at the same time. Um, you've covered Mary J. Blige's concert. Like, you've done so much work, but the grind to get into that part, paced as an athlete, being able to understand what goes into it. Talk about how you feel being able to remaster yourself first. Remaster myself as in uh, taking everything I learned from basketball to yeah. apply it to them. Yeah. It's still, um, still the sort of the same. Um, you know, when you say, like, Ja Rule, Ashanti, and all of them, like, they schedule even, like, to down to the day of the show. Mm. You know, how we had to get up early for uh, practice. Yeah. You know, 5 a.m., we had to be there. You was late if it was 5 a.m., right? Facts. You Facts. know, if it's 5 a.m., you need we to be there. We sprinting at 5. Four. <laughs> exactly. We, we sprinting sprint at, at 5. five. <laughs> right? you, don't, you don't get there at 5 o'clock. So with all this stuff going on, even, like, backstage and everything, you still have to be on time, yeah. which is really early. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. all of it still, still applies. The discipline still applies. Yeah, and it's so crazy because... You know, everybody kind of finds a way to get back into the light. Um, but you, on the other hand, you said, you know, I'm going to actually put the light on other people. You were a star athlete, born and raised in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Like, you, everybody knew who you were. How does it feel when people are knowing you for your work and not knowing you for hooping at this point? Um, It's okay. I mean, that's the... <laughs> That's it's okay. That's the that's the uh, story behind it. Like yeah. you know, drilled in from a young age. I believe like because back then you could only play at uh, middle school. You right. couldn't play in elementary back then. Like uh -huh. you had your like sports clubs and mm -hmm, stuff. Mm -hmm. But since middle school, you know, in your head, you're always told that you are a star. Like yeah. you have to carry yourself a certain way. Yep. And I'm like, I'm a kid. I just want to play. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like, so even when you, you know. Even when I get back there with them or whatever, I still carry myself that same that same way, that same mental um, mentality. It's still yeah. it's still in my head. Like, hey, you know, you carrying yourself. Even they don't know me. I don't care. Right. You know, in my head, I'm still a star. Yeah. Humbly. Right. Like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so. yeah. But I mean, the confidence level comes, and especially like, so so growing up in Elizabeth City, it's a small town. Yep. Ain't really much there. 
I know because I went there, but you live there, so hey, it's a whole the, different. The, the biggest Coast Guard base in the world. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but it's a lot of people that come from out of Elizabeth City that a lot of people don't know come from out of Elizabeth City. That's and doing big things too. And it's and it's and it's so people like yourself who, in the small area, the small town, you're looked at like the hero. Like mm-hmm. when you make it out, or you're the person that's. You know, not gangbanging, not selling drugs, not doing dope, not doing other. It's very easy, especially in a small town, because everybody knows who the plug is. Everybody knows who's who. What is it like for you as a as a kid growing up trying to play ball? And then how do you navigate being that person, especially as a female? How to navigate just the life of being the athlete that everybody knew. That's I mean. It has its pros and its cons because mm-hmm. you know everybody won't tell you what how to play. <laughs> you know, so everybody got, a coach. Everybody's a coach. I don't care where you go. You could be eating. You be like, you. I watched your game last night, but you know, you gotta hit the free throws. <laughs> like, right now, I ain't worrying about that. I'm trying right. to eat my food. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. But you know, it's 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 still a um, it's still a blessing though. Like yeah. to just. You know, to have people just even know your name mm-hmm. is, you know, it's a good feeling. Yeah. Uh, but it's also a lot to come with it because you don't want to let them down either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And I, I say all the time that athletes, we take this um, kind of role on, like, we, we've we seen, you know, ESPN and FS1, all these mm-hmm. other different platforms that highlight these athletes. Right. But in respect to it, it's all male-dominated. But when you see it, it's not until like March Madness comes right. about, and it's like all of a sudden women's basketball right. is on a major platform. But in a small city like Elizabeth City, you're in March Madness pretty much every day. Right? Like it's 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 like you got the high school rivalries that everybody know the high school. You got yeah. everybody knows the players because they either go to the same church or yeah. they they carpool whatever it yeah. might be. So walk me through red playing basketball like. When did you start playing ball? At what age? I started playing at like six. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing at six. <laughs> I, I did. My dad was like, hey, you know, let's put you in a club. Yeah. You know, and my dad, he had, we had two, I have two brothers. Okay. So, you know, he wanted them to play. Yeah. And my older brother did play, but he played just because my dad didn't want him to play. Okay. And my younger brother was like, I ain't about to play no basketball. <laughs> so he had me, and I ain't mind playing. So facts, I was like, facts, I'll do facts. a daddy, and I'm a daddy's girl, too. So okay. I was like, all right, I'll do a daddy. And, so ain't, I went and, out there and, and I ain't we all? Yeah, right? So I went out there, I played. And the first year, I really didn't know much. Mm-hmm. And we had, um, I had somebody on the team that was, um, I in my eyes, was good at that time because mm-hmm. I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. That summer... I actually started liking it though. So that okay. summer, my dad was like, "Well, let's go out there and practice." Yeah. That next year, I came back. The player that I thought was real good or whatever, I was like, "You all right though?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "It's the confidence <laughs> for me." It's the confidence Early. for me. It's the confidence for me. I was like, "You know, you all right though?" I didn't tell her that, but in my head, I was like, "You all right though?" Yeah. But I'm good now. Like, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, play yeah, now. yeah. Yeah, I can keep up I've now. Been practicing. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I've been practicing. So I was like, "All right, cool." So been playing, been playing, been playing. Then like. Some of the guys, they was like, all right, let's play. You know, we can play mm-hmm. whatever. So I always play with the guys or whatever. So um, we fast forward to middle school. And middle school, because um, we still couldn't play in sixth grade, but you can play in seventh, seventh eighth, eighth, eighth grade. Seventh, eighth, eighth, yeah. Time. Yeah. So 
the people that were already on the team was like, oh yeah, you gonna, you know, you gonna be, you gonna be a star. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I see, you know, like yeah. I don't mind. I was ready to play with y'all. Yeah. Um, because I admired everybody that was already older. Um, because mm -hmm. I was watching them already. Right. So when I got my chance to play in seventh grade, it was like, oh wow. And um, that's the first time that I met uh, Jessica Breland. Okay. Um, okay. You know, she played for Bertie. Uh huh. And um, since middle school, her and I had like kind of this rival. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, we always wanted to beat each other, and yeah. it was just that was it. So going up to high school, now we she older, I'm mm -hmm. older. Mm -hmm. She got taller. I'm still the same. <laughs> still the same. Same. <laughs> same height, but it's all good, right? <laughs> and you know, we used to go at it, and those were like those high school years were like some of the best times because um. She would try to win the title for her school. I would try to win a title because you know her, her uh, where she from small too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying. So, um, but it put us, you know, and then we had some other players that played for P Tank because they split yeah. our school. Yeah, I was upset about that, but they split our school, so we got smaller. Okay, um, but they had some rivalries over there. But those were highlights. Then you fast forward to college. Well, before we go there, you know, you said something because it's. The and I, I don't want to skip too far ahead, but when you said it, it kind of reminded me. So I have on, of course, Angel Reese's T-shirt mm -hmm. right now, mm -hmm. and Angel Reese caught so much hell for her competitiveness. But in the perspective of it all, Angel learned these things from playing with guys. Right. All females play with guys, with guys. because for the most part, it was only co-ed leagues. Right. So you were either getting coached by a guy, you yep. was playing with guys, yep. you grew up with brothers, you had male cousins, whatever yep. it was. So you're yep. setting, and then playing with, sometimes playing with females actually slowed the game down yeah. because yeah. you were so used to just running and gunning right. when you're playing with guys. Right. How much of that do you attribute, how much of your competitive nature do you attribute to you being able to practice with guys? I mean, you got two brothers, you played with guys, a whole lot. all of that. So it's like your competitive nature, how much of it do you attribute to it? A lot. Because, you know, like I said, when guys get out there and they talk, they trash or whatever, mm -hmm. it's just them being guys and they're playing. You right. know what I'm saying? So when I took that to the female, when it was all females on the court, it was considered, oh, she has a bad attitude. Attitude, yeah. You know, she's cocky. And it was like, all I did was say, and one. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the guys do this all the time. They yeah. beat their chest, yeah. everything. And yeah. it's fine. Yeah. You know, but, you know, I even... Missed out on some scholarships because they said I had a bad attitude, but I didn't think I had a bad attitude. I thought that I was just passionate about the game because I really did love the game. At that time, it was all his life. You yeah, know what you Monica, right. <laughs> right. That's, and that's crazy. They always used to call me that when we Monica. were in school. Love <laughs> basketball had just came out, you know, and that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And um, it's crazy how it's the, the double standard. Yeah, it's 100% a double standard, but I'm glad that she's owning it and yeah. all females. Yeah. I hope that they, um, like, I'm cool with, you know, the, the pretty girl, the whatever it is. I don't care what you do, but the way she's pretty and still competitive and still be that dog, like, mm -hmm. and most females mm -hmm. are like that. But like you said, it's looked at like you still got to be the classy person yeah, on the court. It's like, be, yeah. bro, I'm out it's here so sweating. Right. I'm out here launching three-pointers yeah. like, Get out of here. Yeah. I'm going in the basket. With, I'm Driving talking to the big, hole, taking like, all these big people with me. Yeah. <laughs> and scoring at that. The crowd going crazy, but I can't. Yeah. 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 No. And I think, I think, wow. And, and I, I don't want, like I said, I don't want to go too far off because like your story is amazing, but the thought process also comes from the nature of you hear so many people talk about, yo, like just lower the rims or why, like make it from 
10 feet to 8 feet so that way they can dunk or whatever. Yeah. But, but the women's basketball game itself is competitive, but I think the dog part of it has been missing, the tenacity part yeah. of it, the, the showmanship, the I'm going to show you like, yeah, I got you type situation. Yeah. And so now that it's being reintroduced, mm-hmm. Because Cheryl Swoops did that. Yeah. Like, she was, she gave it to yeah. you no matter what. Shamika Holesclaw was giving you yeah. that. Cynthia, um, Cooper, C- Cynthia Cooper was giving you that. Like, Don Staley was giving it you was that. All of that. So, you know, that Olympic team was in, insane. But going back to you, you leave high school, are you recruited at any given point? Um, I, I did have some colleges that were uh, reaching out to me, but, like, nobody knew those colleges, I think it was like D three, mm-hmm. uh, D two, mm-hmm. and uh, the only D one school that did reach out um, to my coach, not me personally. I'm just mm-hmm. getting the feedback from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, was UNC, but um, they came to me and Jessica Breland basketball game, mm-hmm. our tournament, and um, they said that I had a bad attitude. Okay, um, so I they didn't pick me up. Okay, and uh, they picked her up. I love Jessica to death, but if you know Jessica, her attitude is just as the same. <laughs> so, you know, I felt like, you know, hmm, okay, well, maybe, you know, it was her time. Like, God was like, it was her time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it wasn't meant for me to go. Uh, but did it hurt? Yeah. Because then everybody, I, this is a true story. Game was over. We go outside. You know, we talk. Because off the court, we still were, we still was cool. Like Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we went to go get popcorn. A guy, not gonna say his name, literally said, um, What school you going to? To Jessica. Right right mm-hmm. in front of me was like UNC. He said, What school you going to? And I was like, I don't know yet. No, she said, I I verbally committed to UNC. And in the back of my head, you know, it's a pain still. Yeah, 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 yeah. My coach just told me that they, they was looking at you. You know what I'm saying? They was looking at me too. They was there. I'm pretty sure they probably was there for her. She had a bigger name at the time, far as, uh, Marketing network. Correct. Yeah, I got you. Know, you know, because her coach really did the thing for her. Okay. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I even was looking like, why not me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but um, he literally asked me that in front of him, and I'm, and I'm sitting here like, I honestly don't know. And at that moment, I felt like I let the city down at that moment. Because mm. it's like, yo, where I, where I was going at? Where I, where I start going at? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it threw me back a little bit. But you said the city and not you. Because, I mean, again, we go back and we put these things, like these mm-hmm. these these assignments, if you will, yeah. on us. Like, yeah. I got to get my family out of this situation. Yep. I got to do, yep. I, I, you know, we going to get this money. We going to whatever. But at that time, like, we won't making no bread. We still no, ain't, I'm, but we won't making what we making I'm now. Hating, I'm hating on them right now. Yeah. That's making all this money right now. 100%. Because I feel like back then in the, where I was at, I probably yeah. could have made a little bit of money. Yeah. What? At the time, I was the only star right there. What? I, bro, I was, <laughs> bro, I was the only person was, on my team, six seniors, ready to go to college to hoop. So it's my like, NIL deals would have been insane. Man, you hear me? What? I would have made some. I think I would have made a little pretty penny. Yeah, 100%. but you know, I, yeah, I did. I said the city. Oh, I didn't say me because, like I said, I I feel like I'm a master of my faith. Okay. Like I feel like if it was for me, then it would have been for me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. like I, and then back then too, y'all, I was I was a rapper. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that I was 
Oh, everybody's a rapper. I was a rapper back then. Everybody's too, so like, a rapper. Right, I'm making a basketball deal. I'm gonna get me a record deal. So you gonna be Fly J? Yeah, he was Fly J before yeah. Fly J. Before that, you know what I'm saying? So it was yeah. like, all right, I'm gonna be a star regardless. Then, oh. but um, but yeah, it was. You know, I felt like it wasn't my time yet. I mean, you can do all of the stuff you can do, mm-hmm. but if it's not for you, it's just not for you. Yeah, and um, at that point. Um, I had a AAU coach, and he was like, "Hey, I'm about to be the coach at East Carolina. You wanna come do that?" I had another coach who was like, "Hey, I'm going to Maryland Eastern Shore. You wanna come play for me?" Um, but the thing is, is that at that point, in my head, it was like UNC said I had bad attitude, mm. so I was really hurt. So I was like, "Man, I don't care." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I didn't even go. And then I blame my parents a little bit too. Cause I was a little baby. Okay. You know, they, they shielded me a little bit. Okay. So I was scared. I was like, where am I going to go? I don't know how to wash my clothes yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was a little baby, man. So. Ain't you know, have no household. Like, just, I don't yeah, know. Just, I, I, what? Cook what? <laughs> right. You want me to do what now? <laughs> so, you know, but a lot of it, I look back at it, and it's like, you know, maybe if I had did this differently, I could have did this, so I could have mm-hmm. did that. But, you know, it didn't happen that way. Do you think that because everybody started labeling you that you just started, a, like, attaching yourself to the label and when i say the label i mean the 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 bad attitude perspective do you think you kind of just embrace that to kind of go in that to direction an extent, yeah to an extent i kind of um you know i kind of kind of adapted to it like all right you said i got bad attitude now okay i got bad attitude you and know what i'm saying and that's, how, that way. and that's how you know it comes off so many people keep telling you that or not not necessarily so many people it mm-hmm. was the People who were saying it. Right. Like, not just regular people. It was the people who can get you to the next level. Yeah. And um, I really, really, really believed I did not have a bad attitude. Like, I really believe. Like, like how um, they saying how she is now. Like, yeah. how she act now. Yeah. That's how I was doing. You was doing the same thing. Yeah, like, I mean, you weren't that bad, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was still, the thing is, though, it's like. If you look at the guys who were playing yeah. with me at that time, yeah. they were doing the same exact thing. But I think that's, again, it goes back to the double standard of we have been doing this, but we also have been labeled back to right. put your ass back in the kitchen. Right, basically. And basically, so, like, you need to calm down. Base, yeah, yeah, so it's like, all right, yeah. we, we, we yeah, got off that. Like, like, she needs some home training. Why she yeah. not she not well mannered? All those yeah. different things, but it's like at the same token, I don't think it's ever really taken into consideration that most female athletes, again, always started playing with guys. Yes. So the demeanors and 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 the 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 nuances that are picked up came from the men's right. game. Right. So I I made like a a bold prediction with one of my friends. We was talking about like what the league is gonna look like within the next 20 years. And I said, honestly, I fully believe that the these 25 years that have already taken place within mm-hmm. the WNBA, mm-hmm. the buildup of what the NBA had to go through, yeah, yeah. I don't think the WNBA is going to have to go through as mm-hmm. much of it mm-hmm. because the display, the nature of it is like it's not going away. Like it's not, it's not, you got Taya Cooper who's doing the same thing, but she's not even in the league right yeah. now, but got a whole deal with Jordan. Yeah. And so it's kind of one of them things where you have like a diversity and inclusion department mm-hmm. for everything, but mm-hmm. they don't use it until everything hit the fan. Mm-hmm. So I think I kind of just, 
I think if it's taken into consideration of how many females had to actually go play with guys first, then you'll understand the reason why the game really yeah. translates the way it does. Um, but, okay, so when do you decide what school you're going to? Well, at that, at that moment, everybody was asking me, hey, you still playing basketball? You still playing basketball? Mm. And, of course, um, the school that's right home, Right there was Elizabeth City State. Mm -hmm. So it was like always, did I want to go there initially? No. no. I didn't either. Nobody from the city wants to go there. I didn't want to go there, and I was not from there. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> I was, it's like me going to Howard. <laughs> like, no. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because you, you here. You like, I ain't going to Howard. Uh -uh. But see, me, I would have been like, yeah, I'll go to Howard. Uh -uh. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I'm, not, I'm not from here. So I'd be like, yeah, I'm cool with that. See, my parent, my dad was that dude, still is that dude at Elizabeth City State University. Yeah. And everybody he went to school with worked in the front office. Yeah. I was like, hell no. Right. I'm not going to be able right. to do nothing. Right, but it so I can only imagine you answer. living there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then everything you do, somehow your parents find out. You be like, child, don't call my phone. I'm putting, that do not disturb what needed to be on there before. Right. We, we didn't hell of that. <laughs> the hell. We didn't hell of that. So, okay, so Elizabeth City is... The school, they do they reach out? Do you have to reach out? Like, nope. what happens? Elizabeth City didn't even reach out. Wow, to me. Um, and what were you averaging at the time? Because I think uh, my senior year was like twenty eight. Okay, yeah. And nobody's calling. Nobody, no, nobody. Uh, no, Elizabeth City didn't call me when I went to Elizabeth City. I was a walk on. Mm. I didn't even know that. I was a walk on. I went to the tryout, and the coach at the time. They were like, yeah, you know, you, you know, you're pretty good. Let's see what you do. Practice on Tuesday. And I was like, okay, I guess that means I'm coming to practice. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm out, whatever. Yeah. But I ended up being a red shirt. Okay. It still hit me a little bit. It was like, so you want me to do all this work, mm -hmm. get up early like this, mm -hmm. and come and still not play? Right. Okay, whatever. Yeah. In my yeah. head, because I'm used to playing. Like, I want to yeah. play. I'm not trying to go there and just sit on the bench or whatever. And run sprints. So, right. <laughs> so that was, you know, humbling too. Yeah. You know, so that coach leaves. Okay. Another coach comes in. And I'm like, man, I yeah. hope she still let me play, stay on the team. Because it's like, yo, I just put in all this work mm -hmm. just last year. Mm-hmm. I eventually, I play. Okay. I play. Wasn't a good experience. Um, I guess this is where the story begins. Okay. You know? Yeah. But, like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, um, I guess I wasn't a part of the team that she wanted or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I had some of those girls were basically, like, I was the cancer of the team. Wow. And stuff like that. Yeah, she called me the cancer. The coach called me the cancer of the team. And... He eventually she kicked me off, and that I'm year, floored. But I'm I know this happens. Keep going. I'm sorry. Yep, she kicked me off the team, and at that time I was it was crazy because it was like what because some of those same girls were smiling in my face and uh, hanging out. Mm -hmm. We were still hanging out. So mm -hmm. whatever was going on behind closed doors, it wasn't. I didn't know. I didn't know if they had anything to do with they it. They had anything to do yeah. with it, and. All right, so I was like, so long story short, I got kicked off, and um, that year they went six and twenty-two, and I went to each game. Yeah, they went six and twenty-two. It's the flex. <laughs> I got kicked off because that's what that's you know, they why. went. They went six and twenty-two, and I and I tell this story because the people who know me know I was done wrong. Like the people, the girls that's on the team, mm -hmm. 
that rocked with me, they knew that I was done wrong. They knew mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to every game, cheered them on. Mm. Still, like, you know, I didn't hide. Like, yeah. I went to each game proudly cheering them on. Like, yo, what you doing? Like, you got to do this. You got to do that. Like, still cheering them on. But internally, what is that doing, though? Still building character. Mm. Oh, you spicy now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It was building okay. character. And, and the thing was, just like, at that time, no, I didn't know. I was still praying. Cried a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I still didn't let it get me down. Like, I still wasn't going to change who I was as a yeah. person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I still, even those ones who done me wrong, I still cheered them on. It was crazy because, like, uh, half of them didn't even play, though, that year. <laughs> no, no funny. Because, you know what I'm saying? I'm still cool with them to this day. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not sending my best friends. I'm just saying, yeah. if I see them, I'm going to embrace them. Right. Um, But, like, yeah, some of them got hurt. Some of them just didn't play because they just, you know, they were so far back in the lineup. Like, right, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, but, you know, I still cheat on. You know what? One person apologized to me. Oh, you got apologies? One. Mm, I got mine, too. One, one person apologized. Okay. And uh, that in itself said a lot. It, it answered a lot of questions, questions for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 saying yeah. that. It wasn't during that time, but it was, uh, I believe it was like two two years later. Okay. It was like two years later, whatever. But fast forward from that, um, they got let go. Those coaches got let go. So this is so you had a new coach. So new coach, freshman year. New coach. Because, because you came in. Yep. Then another coach, coach, your yep. sophomore year. Yep. But now technically, you, yeah, the sophomore year, but technically on court. On court freshman year. year. Yep. So now in your academic junior year, but yeah. court sophomore year. Correct. Another coach. Yep. And had I known, I'm like, you could have released me because I still, I still could have had that year. Child. But you know what? The next coach was ended up being a blessing for me. So it, is it, it the was, coach I think it is. Yes. Okay. You know, I get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I get, you know, that's how, that's another thing how you, when people be like, you know, you shouldn't, you know, judge a person until you get to know him because mm-hmm. for me, he was a blessing. For you, it could have been something else. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you got to get to know people for yourself. Self, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, he was, though that whole coaching staff like changed the whole perspective around and yeah. got me out of that yeah. gloom period yeah. and, gave, and gave me more of my glory period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that same year that he started coaching me, which I wish he had had him my whole year because mm-hmm. when he was coaching me, I was going up. Like my level of the game was going up. Yeah. Everything was it was going up. Yeah. Like learning. Yeah. Because he was teaching stuff that a college coach supposed to Teach because you know he saying? was the he was the assistant men's coach at the time. At the time, before yep. he before got the he interim got, tag for the yep. women's head before coach, he got the yep. and it's so crazy because so the coach that you had your sophomore year, mm-hmm. um, two weeks before he took over the program, I was on campus, mm-hmm. and I was ver- I had verbally committed to come to Elizabeth to City, those old coaches to the old coaches. Mm-hmm. So once he took over the program. There was, we're not doing tryouts. I need to figure out what I already have. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, they went 6-22. and 22, mm-hmm. And that was the year that you weren't on. No, I wasn't on. But wasn't. still around the team. I was around, right. So the way I look at it was like, that coach probably would have saved me. Correct. While your coach actually saved you. Correct. So I understand when you say yeah, the I blessing yeah, and right. all of you it. You get it, right. But it's... It, it, 
it was a sore. It's get, a sore thumb for your, me. That was because that was your gloom period. But yeah. you know, that was my glory period. Correct. So Correct. I understand your point of view. I yeah. get it. if I was because that's my point of view from the other the yeah. previous couple. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm saying yep. so. I, I I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just saying that from my perspective, I can't say anything bad about him because yeah. he saved me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, um, and for the record, um, he has apologized to me as well. See, that's, so, that's, that's, that's good. So, so it's not, it's not like, it's not like that we all have at least one coach in our life that we feel as though could have been that coach that probably would have did something different for us. Yes. Or we hope that they would because yes. we put a lot of faith and a lot of trust yes. in coaches in general. Yes. Like our coaches as athletes are our parents at times yes. because we spend more time with them, with them. than we the, do our own years. families. Correct. Correct. So for me, I think I had too much trust in coaches. And of course, coming from out of high school, being a star athlete, being the only one on the team that wanted to commit to actually who you had that person as like my, my high school coach had a whole AAU team and didn't tell me about it. What? Yes. A whole team. She's coaching the team and didn't tell, and didn't you tell me. That's and crazy. I'm I'm the highest scoring player on yo, the squad. Yeah, that's crazy. So at that point, I'm like, yo, everybody got it out for me. Like that's I never crazy. saw my offers. That's crazy. Never saw my offers. So any of them. Never. And you know, at that time, that's when we had. They had, like you said, they had to communicate yes. through the coach. And then and then it was a waiver that had to be signed yep. so you could actually communicate Correct. at the time that you could actually sign with the mm. team. All these other days. So like this transfer portal, I am jealous. Yes. Because we had to sit out two years if we transfer in or out of conference. And you had, yep, and you had to sit. So, so you lost like all of your eligibility just sitting yeah, there, like sitting there I'm gonna waiting. be there. You lost it just. Waiting. I'll be there. Yeah, I lost I'll be two there. Years just waiting, and I could. I'm like, are you serious right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, he takes over the program. What happens? He takes over the program. That first year, that first, the first year we won, um, we won 17 games, and that was combined the two seasons that she was there, whatever. Yeah. Or the year. He had already did in that one season. Yeah. And we went to, I think, the semis in Seattle. Yep, yep. And Dion um, was on that coaching staff, too. Yeah, we went there. So yeah. it was like, yo, clearly he know what he doing, but the same <laughs> thing you had. So many same right. thing you had. You know what I'm he saying? He didn't so add no pieces either. He did not. He didn't add anybody. No. Nope. And, and we hated him. Let me tell you why we hated him. Because the team was like this. We didn't like each other. Mm. Yeah, we had this group over here, this group over here. We was like this. And mm. that's how I felt like the team that season that I got kicked off, I felt like it was like that the whole year. You know what I'm saying? I felt like yeah. we never was on one accord. Um, so hold on. So let me ask you this. You had, oh, man, it's, it's crazy. You had the bad attitude labeled on you, and the team was headbutting. Like, I mean, y'all yeah, going crazy. it wasn't crazy. just me. But, but at the same token, you being a spiritual person, you having the faith that you have, mm-hmm. Do you think that was God taking you out of the situation so you no longer had to be labeled? Looking looking back at it, I do think so because the way of it unfolded. Yeah. Like, I was considered one of the stars that next season. Uh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember. So it was like, it was like, wow, look at God. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm saying, and I'm not even saying any of this. This is what other people are saying. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Maybe maybe you should have been on the team last year. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't know what the outcome would have been, but I'm just saying what the reality is. Yeah. 
we started to win. Yeah, y'all flipped it completely. It was a whole. I give him credit. And all he of us, flipped the whole program. I'm not gonna lie, he really did. And he we all it. end up like this. Yeah, we all end up cool. Like, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, because we, and he made us like when I'm talking about. Um, of course, you're getting up early for practice, so mm-hmm. 5 a.m., you better go to breakfast. I don't care about you being tired. You better go to breakfast. And guess what you're going to do? You're going to sit, sit with the your teammates. <laughs> and you're going to go to class, right? And after class, guess what you're going to go at? You're going to go to um, you're gonna go to practice? Yeah. You're going to go eat, and you're going to sit, sit together, together, and then you're going to go to study hall. Yeah. Coach, yeah. I got 3.2. What am I going to study hall for? Because you're going to go to study hall. <laughs> I said, I don't even have no work. He said, so you're going to study hall. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so I'm in a study hall reading stuff. I don't even know what I'm reading at this point. <laughs> I'm, I'm faking at this point. I'm just like, yo, I'm not about to do this. Like, I, I don't have no work, coach. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we had to be in there. And this is a true story. One of them times, so coach was like, all right, um, you don't have to go to the um, study hall this week. I said, coach, I really don't have no work. Like, what you want me to do in there? Like, rap? So I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, if you want me to rap, I do that. Shoot. But like he was like, all right, you ain't gotta go to study hall this week. Promise you, lie to you not. I was like, oh man, I have to go relax. You know, cause we sore, we tired. Uh-huh. I had a t- I stayed in like a village. We had uh-huh. like a village, so I had a tub. Yeah. yeah. I got my like the bubbles. I put the essence salt <laughs> in there. <right? laughs> I put it in there. I had just got in the tub, right? Hey yo. I got in the tub. And my coach. My coach called me yelling, get your to the gym right now. Right now. Get to the gym. Look. I said, what? I mean, I'm in the tub at this point. I'm like, what? So he get there and was like, oh, so y'all wanna, y'all wanna act up a study hall, huh? I said, coach, I was in a study hall. We a team? Yeah, we a team. I'm telling you, like when I tell you we went in there, we ran, we ran, we ran. Like guys was in there like, damn, like. Nah, that's, they made it that time, coach. Like, yo, the, we ran. And I was like, yo, I ain't even had nothing to do with it. Nothing, whatever was going on in there. And the girls oh. who had something to do with it, they in there like, yo, I bad. Like, I'm sorry. We were just playing. I'm just like, yo. Now we about to go back like this. We about to go back like this. Now, <laughs> like, now yo, I'm ready to yeah, fight. Because so, I'm running for you. We running for you. And that's, and, and you know what's so crazy? And that's when I knew we were a team. Because at the end of the day, like, after we got ran so much, Nobody said a word to each other. Mm. Nobody said a word. And we picked up from there. And we was like, it was a bonding experience that we went through. Because we never ran like that before, ever. Like, in my whole left. Um, <laughs> but he also was a track coach, too. Yeah, but so yeah, but ever, ever. But it made us, um, it made us, cl- that experience made us closer. Mm. So when we got ready to play and everything, it just brought it brought us all together. That that camaraderie yeah. that was yeah, missing he was, all the time. Because at the time, like, our team, you could talk to us, like, any kind of way. Like, mm. you could talk, because we was dogs. You could talk to us, like, man, can you, can I cuss on you? No. We gonna keep, keep it, the, keep, I'm gonna keep, keep it, it give me the PG. He used to be PG. like, yo, he used to go there and be like, um, yo, Shaw gonna beat the dog out of y'all. <laughs> he, they gonna stomp y'all. He gonna beat, he used to, that's how he used to talk to us. So when we get to Shaw, man, we were so, we were so Y'all was, y'all was, was ready. And when we won, we yeah, we punched. Yeah. Then he coming to he coming there. Like I told you, I knew y'all was gonna win this game. I knew y'all was win this game. <laughs> mind said, playing, man, y'all. Was, yo, that's, how, mind that's playing. how he was, and that's the relationship that he got us too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, no matter what you say about him, like the dude, yeah. flipped the program. No, nah, like, he 100 percent did flip the program. So do you use? Did you use all of your eligibility? Like, and so um, one of the coaches, she was the volleyball coach. Um, she was like, well. If you sit out 
the first semester, then I can get you, you know, you're, you still can save that and play mm-hmm. the second half. Mm-hmm. And which was kind of okay because I only missed like four games that first, yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the first beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really like scrimmages and, and stuff exhibitions like that. and stuff right. like that. So yeah. we had some of those I couldn't play, but it was okay. But I only missed like four real games. Okay. So I played the rest of the, what, CI tournament all that. January to like March. Yeah, I played all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but the thing was, it was like if my, if those coaches was just been like, you know, to tell me don't take full time courses, I mm-hmm. still would have had all of that. Oh wow! And it was so crazy because I'm like, yo, I probably would have been, you know, real good yeah, by yeah. now. Like so at least he had an extra really, year, right? You know what I'm saying? To yeah. do, to do whatever. But he did everything he could for me at that time, so it was good. Mm-hmm. He was the first coach to give me money. Wait, hold on. So you there at no point you had scholarship from the time when you walked on. Wow. So you pay, I mean, well, you in state regardless. Yeah, but at that state. time, like out of state at that time was like 26000 a year. Yeah, yeah. So in state yeah, was like think, five yeah, or something. It was, it was cheaper than, than that. Yeah. But the point was, he was the first coach to give me some money. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, oh, I'm staying here. Yeah. Because <laughs> at this point, it's like, yo, what? Really? Because um, at the time, I could have went to. Um, I was thinking about going to Johnson C. Smith okay. because the coach there, um, she is actually good friends with my aunt. Like her and my aunt grew up together. And Got she it. and she was telling me, you know, you need to come on. Yeah. Cause um one of the one of the years I went to, I went up to CI and she said she came sat beside me and was like, Why are you not playing? And I was like, I'm thinking about coming here. <laughs> but you know what? You when you do that though, it's like you had to sit out it yeah. was again. So it was like you still was going to lose a point, year. At this point, I'm in a lose-lose situation. Yeah. So it's if like, you lost I got a year, you still ain't have it. Exactly. And then I got to go there and still wait. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it was like, if I stay here, at least I get to play that next year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a lot so, of stuff you wish you could go back and do. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But the character part of it, what? Do you, do you look at yourself like you built the character and the leadership under that I guess, leadership of coaching. And I asked that question because you said you were the only person that was pretty much missing from the study hall. Mm-hmm. But it seemed as though, like, nobody was doing that while you was in the room. Mm-hmm. Because you ain't had no work, so you kind of was, like, the balance, if you mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. Do you think you were that person that was the leader of the squad, like, but nobody really deemed it that way? Um, I, you know what? I think we actually had a, I think we had a few um, leaders. I think we all contributed in a different type of way. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think Joyce, she was a leader and she contributed. Freeman was a dog. Yeah, she contributed in type of way at that time. I know April was one. She had, you know, she had her lane or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think we all just, I think it just depended on what type of situation we were in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, th- I'm not, I don't think I was the only one, but I do think I was. And I think that's, I was one of the leaders, so I think that's probably why it was like anything that I did under him that mm-hmm. wasn't acceptable. He came down on me so hard. Yeah, and then especially he knowing he's knowing the story already, the yeah. past. Yeah, and he's like, you can't, you can't do nothing, right? You and I really couldn't at the time. I yeah. honestly couldn't. Yeah, like if you if you think about it, you can't. Coming from all this turmoil, yeah, yeah. coming into something, you yeah. got to be on your p's and q's. 100%. So you got to be like, you know what I mean? So if I did want to argue with somebody, I was like. So I'm gonna ask a question that a lot of people don't get to ask that get this answer to. Um, female athlete, 
star player, three new coaches, and then you also decide that you want to become a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated at the same time. At the same time. There's preseason. There's in-season. There's postseason. And then there's Delta Business. <laughs> <laughs> Through all those seasons. The entire time. Man. How were you able to balance? And was your coaches um, supportive of the decision? Because a lot of coaches don't they encourage don't. Mm-hmm. because it takes them away. Mm-hmm. Like the focus. Yeah. For at least a certain amount of time, right, is not completely a hundred percent athlete. Yeah, were you? How were you able to maintain that the balance? Was, um, so for a minute, I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him. It's no way in hell I would have been able to do that. And let me tell you, I know, but this was <laughs> the thing. It was like you're not about to tell me no. I can't do this. Mm. And then on the other side of you, looking like you better not tell. Yeah, so it was facts. Like, <laughs> it was like I'm online. I was like, okay. I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to say nothing. But so I don't know how he knew. But he ended up, like, I know you online. And I was like, no, I'm not, coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't lie. <laughs> I, that's, look, I was, I was look, raised to tell the truth because you get in less trouble. Yeah. So from a young age, yeah. I ain't had to lie. I just told the truth. Because I ain't so trying to get in trouble. When I'm lying, you be like, you, you know lying. You lying, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know you lying. So I was like, coach, I ain't online, whatever. He was like, I know you online, whatever. Mm. But like balancing that was crazy. It was the the fun times of college that I could have at that, that particular moment. Yeah. I had to say no because I had to get my sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like you up early. Yeah. And you up late. Yeah. So you had to find like soon as after class was if class let out early, I went and took a nap. A hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Like whatever. But then right before practice, because I didn't have any classes, um, Right before practice. So okay. um, I slept all the way to practice time. After practice, I knew it was on. Because mm. after practice, they know I'm, they know I'm free. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, 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 like yeah. Your yeah, class yeah. is over. Yeah. Your practice is over. Yeah. It's time to go learn. Yeah. So it was like, you know, so it, 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 I balanced it pretty good, I think. Do you think, think that good. Delta had a helping hand in any part of the athletic? Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Helping of transition and leadership and stuff like that. Were you able to transition what you've taken from being a member into the athletic space. Yeah. So, you know, when I became a Delta at that time, I actually was going through the off the team, getting on the team. Okay. Period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in a lot of ways, it was a, it got me away from that down period of like a not saving grace. The, right. And me in, so many people who like me and my sisters that's you know today like it's crazy and you know how we instantly clicked and bond mm-hmm. and then of course i spent so much time mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. you know what i mean it was like a <sighs> it was like a brush of fresh air because i don't yeah. have to think about this yeah. right now i don't have to be the bigger person right now like i don't yeah. have to keep a level here right now yeah. i can be me for a second right right and but like far as leadership now Really can't mess up because now I'm representing the Lady Viking basketball team. Mm-hmm. I'm also representing Delta Sigma Theta, mm-hmm. and you know how big our bigs are. On very much so. Very, very much so. Not very much so. Do not embarrass us. Like you are a Delta now. You, yeah. You got to hold yourself a certain way yeah. now. You you represent all of us now. Yeah. You're no longer just red the basketball player. You are red the Delta now. <laughs> 
and you know, you I know hated the, that. You know the story. You know the story. I, so hate, I hated that. Yeah, yeah. I never so. wanted to be known as JC the Delta. Like, yeah, no, it like, I'm JC. That's like, it. I got a lot of little things I am, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, Facts. You know, but I, I, I loved, I loved, I loved it. Um, you know, looking back on it, yeah, yeah that joke was fun. But when you going through it, no. <laughs> But when you look back at it, you're like, yeah, that was really lit. Yo. Yeah, yeah, I mean, lit. but to be able to balance it all and, and still come through yeah. and and say, like, I was able to do it, do you think if you had we went D1 that you still would have been able to balance it? Uh, I think so. Okay. I think so, cause, I mean, because it's players that do it now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I, it's kind of frowned on. So every situation is different. That's why I ask. Because, like, the coaching staff, you had three different coaching staffs. Yeah. So, luckily, one of your coaches was the Reds. Yeah. So, it kind of helped. It was help. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It was like, okay, cool. Yep. And um, so, I asked that question because I know a lot of people ask, like, how do you be an athlete and still become a member yeah. of the organization that you choose? Yeah. And it's it's really not talked about. Like, yeah. we see yeah. Jalen Hurts, who just signed the biggest deal as a quarterback, Amazing. and his agent is a Delta. Absolutely. You understand? So it's like you have all of these different capacities of people mm-hmm. who were able to do what they wanted to right. do and still hit their end goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you're wrapping up your collegiate piece, did you ever want to go into the league? Yeah. I mean, I think everybody that who wanted to go to the league, <laughs> I think it was everybody's dream. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But, you know, my coach got me. He got me and uh, KG overseas. And uh, we went overseas. <laughs> we went overseas together. And we did awesome. We did good. But we both looking at each other like this. All right, go home. <laughs> it was like, yo, you not ready to go home? Yo. And then it was so bad. We were helping each other. It was like, yeah, I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. It was like nobody over there saying, like, yo, we work for this. this we, we let's wanted. try this. Let's, let's yeah. do it. And, like. I look back at it to this day and be yeah. like, yo, we should we should have like, come on, man. Do you think because, do you think because, okay, so WNBA starts 96, yeah. 1996. Yep. Do you think that because the monetary value was not as high that that could have exactly. played a part in Well, I know it played decision? a part. Okay. I know it played a part okay. because it was like, so I do love this, mm-hmm. but it's like, how much money I'm getting? Yeah, it mm. And then also not only how much money I'm getting, you wasn't getting that much fame either. Like not at, at that time, because it was it was still building. WNBA was been built yeah, yeah, building. Yeah. So like, but you when we went overseas though, we were like stars and nobody even knew us yet. Mm. Because it's just different overseas. Like yeah. overseas women basketball is praised. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when we go out, we walk out, it's just, can I get a picture with you? Can yeah, I get out? Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, yeah. a good feeling. Yeah. But also it's still a foreign country. It's like all right, so what we about to go do? Because I don't know nothing. Right. I don't and, even know what they're saying right now. And it's so crazy that you say that because, you know, grateful that Brittany Griner is home. Yeah. At the same time, it's like Brittany was going over there because she was a millionaire. Yeah, she was getting paid over there. She's a like, millionaire in there, Russia. But not here. But not here. Right. And so, you know, I think the longevity of seeing a person like a Sue Bird and a Diana Taurasi who mm-hmm. can have 20 years in but really didn't have to do as much overseas work. Right. Do you think the game will ever evolve to women not having to go overseas? I actually do, though. Okay. I do, because it's just different now. Like, if we, even, like, with social media, I feel like if we had it back then, mm-hmm. I think it would have been yeah 
a lot different for a lot of people that really can play play because back then you literally had to be on every single body's radar. Yeah. Like they had to come and see, see you. you. Yeah. And let's just be honest. Want nobody coming to Little City? Like you know what I'm saying? They mm. not. So if if you're the only attraction, that's hard. Yeah. But like social media, Allows they can put. You to- Go out all over the yeah. world. You know what I'm saying? They can put highlights up and they get millions of views, oh. and nobody has to go and see you. Yeah. So I do think, I think, and God rest his soul. Like I think Kobe was doing a great job with that. Like he was, <sighs> it was, it was, you know what I mean? It was gonna turn like if G, you know, what if I'm and when GG had went into went the drive, it was gonna, it was gonna go crazy. I think Kobe would have, and and everybody knows. Like I was a wreck yeah me too when kobe passed and i think that kobe probably would have owned a team i definitely think he probably would have owned a team especially if gg playing like or been front office somewhere he would have been something uh he would have been involved with the WNBA. 100 um because you saw how he was just handling it even with gg and she not even there yet she yeah. wasn't even there yet yeah but he was building though you know yeah I mean? even with the WNBA hoodie, hoodie. on and yeah. all that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he was just... Courtside at a Lakers game with right. the hoodie with on. With the hoodie on. Right. He was... He was... I felt like he was already marketing himself to... 100%. You know what I mean? He was 100%. like, my daughter is coming. Yeah. My daughter coming. Yeah, so, yeah. And she would have uh, I think it would have changed a lot. But he did change a lot. NIL with Gigi. With G- right. Imagine mm. the deal that she... You know, she would have had. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I do think it's gonna... I think... And then and then with Brittany, Brittany Griner case, it's like... Some other people like coming up now probably be like, I don't know if I want to go overseas or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. now with the NIL deals, you don't have to go. Angel Reese just said that and caught so much flat because she said, I'm not in no rush to go to the WNBA because I'm making more money than <gasps> they are right now. Exactly. And she's not lying she's because not lying. so CBA wise, CBA wise, five hundred thousand dollars is the highest that you can make as a WNBA player. Mm-hmm. But by the time you pay your agent, you taxed out. Everything. You got your trainers, you got your nutritionists, you got all these yeah. other things. Your actual average salary is $224,000. Yeah. My aunt makes that in the government. Yeah. That's my point. Like, so it's why, like. Why go? <laughs> it's why like, go? what? Yeah. So now with these deals that they have, like. They really don't have to do it. They getting endorsements right now. Yeah. They in college. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll do my whole four in college. Uh, what? I wouldn't come out early because why? I mean, but necessarily we don't have to because no. technically we can't go to the draft until right. our junior but year. Point. But I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even consider it. I'm doing For all what? four just to get the I'm money. Doing, I'm stacking exactly. the bread. And exactly. So it's when like, I do right, go bet. to the league yeah. and if I can't get that much money. Yeah. My endorsements is paying for everything else. I was happy when NIL came in place for women's basketball because I knew women's basketball would be the sole beneficiary of it. Yes. Like right now, men, yes. the people are already throwing money at dudes. Hey, cool, guys, got that's it. right. They already but, getting it. But, but it's going to force the hand of the entire WNBPA and yep. the WNBA yep. to say there's no way we have a Brittany Griner, an Angel Reese, um, hell, even Christy Tolliver, now that she's back with the Mystics, she yeah. still could have been. Christy at Merlin with Marissa. Yeah. Like, and yeah. NIL deals would have been insane. Yeah. So, um, yeah, of course, we can talk about that all day. I want to make sure that I get to the fact that you transitioned into being a the person behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, you were always in the light. You was the person, the known person. Mm-hmm. When did you pick up a camera? You know what's crazy? I- I always picked up a camera. I didn't know what I was doing with it, but I picked up a camera. 
um, in high school, I was like the uh, anchor for our Eagle TV. Okay. You, know, like you get up there, you make the morning the announcements. announcements and stuff. Yeah, I did that. So I always went behind the scenes to look, because I don't want to be up there looking crazy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I was like learning different things. And I was like, oh, no, nah, you got to cut that part. <laughs> I was like, you know what I'm saying? I was already being a director before I even knew I was a director, right? So it was um, back then. So I always, you know, had little cameras and stuff. And I used to play with little stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, in college, I used to do this little thing called Our Lives, Your Entertainment. Okay. Yeah, with okay. my family. And we used to do little stuff like that. But I never would have thought I would have picked the camera up and try to actually learn and do what I'm doing now. Right. Ever. What is the biggest moment for you that you've done as far as shooting? I'm going to have to go with Ashanti. Okay. Um, you didn't know me at this point of my life. Um, but, like, I was always... Like, I was in Marine. I was in the group. Like, y'all oh. didn't know me, but I was in it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I seen to, you. It was a cameo. I had the deal and everything. Yeah, you had to. You had to I squinted and saw it, and it came across there. the. Yeah, yeah. It was there. But like, they were real big back in, like, my high school years. Like, everybody know Jaru had his run. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. He had his run, right? Yeah. And, um. Even in high school, like I used to be like dress up day. I used to be a shawty. Right? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, I, I used to bring the, the power bike. of manifestation. Hey, yo, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm for real. So when I actually true story, I met. I didn't meet a shawty. Um, I saw her backstage twice. So my the first time, my cousin, my brother, everybody was like, "So what you say to a shawty?" She walked in the hallway and. She said, hello. She kept walking. I said, <laughs> I said, why do, why would I do that? <laughs> you know, after the second time, second time, I was working with, I was working with Mo and you know, most of the time, like they on like the same show. Shows, or whatever, yeah, you know? yeah. So the second time I was with Mo and I was with uh, Castro, DJ Authorized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, there goes Shanti right there. You can say something this time. I said, man, I got you this time. Right? I got you. This I got you this time. <laughs> so I had to go get some shots of Mo. I came back out. And Ashanti was over there. She was talking, mm -hmm. I don't know, to some of her team. Uh -huh. I was like, all right, come on. <laughs> now I'm building up my confidence. I was building it up. I said, all right, come on. Let's go, Castro. Standing out behind the camera. I've been walking up and like, I've been like, yo, turn around. Like, chill. like, you got the camera. Why don't you just use that? I'm like, man, you can't just be putting the camera up in everybody's face. Like, okay. You can't just put the camera in everybody's face. So the second time we walked past, Castro said, how you doing? I just kept on walking. I was just <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I kept on walking. Who yeah. like it, so basically like I left him hanging. I kept on walking. True story. I kept on walking. I was like, shoot, I ain't about to stop. I ain't what I'm gonna say. What do I say? So they got the camera though. Like this is your ticket. What do we do with? It was the point because I've been wanting to meet this person for so long. Yeah. I guess you found out. Yeah, like you know what I mean. But I but I didn't keep it. I wasn't being goofy. Like I was like, no. You ain't about to get me being a groupie back here. And I'm, but, I and I'm glad, but I'm glad you understood that. Yeah. I kept because they still want to be, like, celebrities still want to be treated like regular people. Right. They don't, right. like, when you come back there, know that you belong back there. It's Absolutely. a reason why you're back there. Absolutely. So walking yeah. back there, oh, my God, it's da-da-da. Do that oh, in yeah, the yeah, corner. No, I ain't doing no goofy stuff like that. That's do that in the corner. That's not going to get you in the room again. Like, <laughs> At all. They be like, yo, chill. Like, like they ain't going to bring you because you're going to get, as soon as you get back there, you're going to be like, Right. Putting the camera you on them what? and everything. Heaven, so I don't even bring, bring my phone out. I let them, when they bring their phone out, yeah. then I be like, all right, I'm going to get my yep, phone yep, away. Yep, but, yep. Yeah. but the third time was a charm because I worked with her directly. Those times were indirectly. So okay. this time was her directly. And um, 
And I was so mad at myself because I got back there and I met her and I was just like, wow, why didn't I just, why didn't I just say this? Because I said, man, I was scared to talk to you. She said, why? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, I'm not, you know what I mean? She yeah. was very cool, very humble. And um, like, it felt like I knew her like all my life. Yeah. Um, that's how cool all of them were. So I guess that was a full circle moment. So I guess I, I'll say, I'll say that one. What is the end goal? Because now you've built up this, this business. You're the entrepreneur. Like, this is what you do to make things move for you. The camera has put you in rooms yeah. that being an athlete probably wouldn't even put you in. Yeah, um, well, that I thought was that was what, Exactly, right. Cachet-wise, like, naturally, if we were marketed the way we were, then it's like, oh, that's da-da-da. Yeah. But now it's like the camera has become your entry. Right. What is what is your end goal with it? You know what? I, I want to be one of the best directors out there. And I don't care if it takes me 10 years mm. um, manifesting that I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I I love concert. I love tour. Mm-hmm. And I want to be that main. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like, I want to be able to put my crew together. Yeah. And, you know, hey, we going to do this tour. It's major. So I need you. I need you. I need you. Yeah. And we're going to do it. Right? Yeah. Um, even Even to some short films, like. You know what I mean? I want to do all of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, keep learning. Keep growing. Stay humble. I think it, it, it'll come. Well, um, I will say I'm grateful because, you know, it's also my pro fight. But, you know, you got 15 years in now. You know, so happy 15th verse. I feel like every time somebody said that, I feel like I'm old. I be like, dang, yeah, but you I'm old. not, like, piped down. You be, you seasoned school. I just hit woo, old school. Woo! <laughs> but I will say, um, you know, it's crazy. I, I'll, I'll end with this. Um, when I came to Elizabeth City, my cousin Jameer was playing at yes, Elizabeth City. Bush, that's my boy. And, um... One of the main people he said that I needed to meet was you. Mm-hmm. And i never forget, I came to an open gym, and I sat there, and I watched the team, like, just, and he was like, when you going to lace up? And I was just like, and i never forget, you were hooping, and it was just like a blank stare face. And I was like, yo, she looks like she's mean as hell. See? Mean as hell. And I will never forget this. You don't even remember this, but I will never forget this as long as I live. We're coming down the court, and ball was in my hands. And I hit some move, and I ended up making the shot. And and you and you had put you had played D on me, and I'm sitting here like, bro, she about to go off. I don't know why. I just felt like I'm like, bro, she about to go. Like I don't know what she finna do. I I think it was the. I want to make the team, but I wanted to make an impression. Mm-hmm. And you didn't kind of know what to do or who the gatekeeper was, mm-hmm. if you will. But everybody said you need to know red when mm-hmm. I came on campus. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that it was two things, you hooped and you was a Delta. Mm-hmm. I was like, if she finds out I want to be a Delta on top of me playing basketball, I don't know what's going to happen. So I played that thing very safe. You should have you you said something. <laughs> but at the same time, at the same time, I'm grateful as to how everything happened because um, to say that your big sis actually has shot content for you. Mm-hmm. 
and embraced you in the actual mm-hmm. sorority and be like, yo, you good people. And and actually, like, give you the stamp to come through the greatest chapter on earth, Delta mm-hmm. Chi. You feel me? It's like, it is different mm-hmm. because there's a level of respect as a woman compared to just being the person Absolutely. that hooped than the person that's, like, mm-hmm. it's a different level of respect. So, uh, you know, I've never done it, but I appreciate you because you were instrumental in ways you don't even know. Yeah, I'm, you know, shocked listening to it or whatever. But, like, a lot of times, like, you just can't, because a lot of people judge me Mm -hmm. um, just by the way you look. They Mm -hmm. just be like, oh, yeah, she looked me. <laughs> I'm like one of the coolest people ever. Very like, much so. Did I? Do, can I get a bad attitude? Like a little tip, <laughs> a little bit. But you know, I'm not mean. Like I'm not yeah. a mean person. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like I'm cool. You know what's up? Yeah. What's good? Like, but you know, because I think you told me that before. I did. I think you said something about yo. I did. Your tip back did, and I'm just like, I had to kind of. You know, be a certain way mm-hmm. to get through. Get through, right? Because you just outside looking in, you don't know what I'm going through. So all the time, it's not gonna be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, yo, just let me be a second. So as we get out of here, there's an athlete that um, it took you some time to figure out how to navigate the camera and not being an athlete. Mm-hmm. What is some advice you would give them in that dark phase? Keep your faith. Um, like a lot to, uh, what is it, to much is given, much is required. Yeah. Like sometimes you just that person. Mm. And you got to go through the storm because it's a guide to somebody else's glory. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. sometimes that pain on you mm-hmm. can be that strength that's to somebody else that's looking in. One man's obedience. You know what I'm saying? So you got to keep, you got to keep, no matter how dark it get. Yeah. You got to find that little bit of light somewhere. I don't care what it is, whatever your outlet is, but find that little bit of light because in the end, like, God always going to make your enemy your footstool. 100%. And let me tell you something, in front of people. 100%. I mean, you don't have to do nothing. 100%. And, you know, the whole time I was going through the storm and everything, the turmoil, it was just like, God bless you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And... God handled his business with me. So, you know, that's on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I take that. I take that. Red, this was this this was needed. This was this was needed. Um, I appreciate you. Thank yes. you for coming on. Yes, thank you for having me. This yeah. was this is dope. This is yeah. my first appearance, by the way. So <laughs> I felt real good. I was in the car like, yo, I'm going to apply. Yo. I'm the guest today. Yes. You get to sit. You <laughs> get to sit. Guest. Yes. I was a guest, so I was hyped all week. I was ready. I'm was grateful. Ready. I'm grateful. Yeah. All right. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Of course, write a review. Uh, and, of course, if you think you belong in the seat, let us know. But in the meantime, in between time, go live your life, find your purpose. God got a plan for you. And we'll see you in this chair soon. Peace.